Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On a Wednesday, as we get set here for Super Bowl 56, lightning bets coming up about 20 minutes. I wonder what which day this week lightning bets will just become Super Bowl bets. I think we're pretty close. I think we're, yeah, we're, we're, well, we're there. Today. We're there. Yeah. Super Bowl week. Yeah, yeah t- today might be that day where it's like we just run through a bunch of these props that we've talked about on the show. Um, we're going to chat with our, our buddy here, a guest from uh, Props.com, coming up in just a few minutes on all things Super Bowl 56. But it was interesting listening to – uh, Sean there, talk about the Texan situation. I mean, you know, yeah. so many NFL, what was it, eight or nine NFL coaching uh, openings that became this this offseason. And mm-hmm. imagine ending up with Lovey Smith. Nothing against Lovey, but, like, he was at the end kind of, like, quickly asking or, or kind of asking to himself, is Lovey really the guy? And I'm not. I'm thinking to myself, no, he's not the guy. It's bad. No, it's bad. Right. Like at Chicago went over well because when he was here, there was a lot of winning. Not at Illinois because nobody cares about Illinois football. Sorry, Jay Kassan. But when he was with the Bears, there was a lot of winning. And people are, are dying for that st- sort of stability and thinking, okay, it's not the worst thing in the world. Many of his former players, now analysts in Chicago, so they talked it up a little bit. Right. It's a bad hire. It's a really bad hire. But they're just trying to clean things up a little bit. So I, I get where the organization is. Yeah, there's no question. Right, let's go to the uh, the Roman guest line here. Patrick Everson, Props.com, joining us here on the Roman guest line, talking Super Bowl 56. Patrick, welcome to the show. Happy to have you. What, what's your favorite angle here? When you look at all these props, all these all – these, there's so many. We've gone over basically two weeks of props here. What's your favorite angle way to dive into Super Bowl 56? Oh, my gosh. Well, look, I'm not betting this the way that, like, a Rufus Peabody or somebody like that is. Um and, and much respect to them. They, they, these guys do so much research and they have models and simulations and literally for every, pretty much every prop that's going to be on the board, they've got this modeled out and all they've got to do is, you know, punch in the numbers once the, once they go on the board for each of these props and it'll spit out what it, what it thinks is a fair price for that prop. And then, you know, someone like Rufus will say, okay, well, is a fair price enough for me to want to bet it? So, which is fascinating. I, I sat down and had lunch with him last week and discussed this, and it was just, it was really fascinating. But 
um, most of us aren't, aren't going to do that. We're going to bet the game to have fun. We're going to bet uh, some plus money stuff. We're going to bet yes on the safety. We're going to bet yes on overtime. We're going to bet yes on two-point conversion. I'll probably do all those for fun, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and find a couple that have a better chance of hitting. And, you know, I, I, one, that I, one that I like to hit every year that probably has a little bit, certainly a lot better chance of hitting than will there be a safety is the, uh, I love the over two and a half players to throw a pass. I, I mean, all you need is one trick play. I would have liked it more if the Niners were in it, but um, I, I like that one, you know, so I hit that one every year. And I'm still kind of looking things over, but uh, what I will tell, and you probably told your audience, what I will say is, look, if you like to bet yeses and overs, if you like to bet for things to happen, if you like to be, you know, Joe Public on the Super Bowl, get those bets in like now if you haven't already, because those numbers are going to get worse as you go to the weekend. Uh, Patrick, you had some terrific stuff. You always do. But in particular, after they released at the Superbook 500 Super Bowl props, and you had a story on props.com on what the Sharps are doing, some of the movement immediately, like Mixon to score a touchdown before Akers, like the longest punt from Hecker going down a little bit. Uh, since uh, late last week, any particular uh, sharp action on specific props that you've heard of? Yeah, I'm going to take a look at my uh, – I have to go into my email here because I had a guy just send me something yesterday on this, so I'm going to double-check it. But I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I will have it momentarily in front of me. There are, First off, as you pointed out, there was, there was a lot of sharp play right out of the gate last week uh, when the Superbook rolled out its massive menu. And – some of the things they were liking. They were really liking the kickoff props, especially, uh, especially kickoff props to go basically returned kickoffs. They're, they're, they're betting on touchbacks is what they're basically betting. They were betting under five and a half kickoffs returned uh, on the separate props of each place of each kicker having their first kick as a touchback. They were hammering that for yes. Um, so they're expecting these kickers to, you know, uh, to make it a little difficult to return any kicks. And then as far as, uh, you know, as, uh, as far as sharp play on, on props and so forth, one that I got uh, a, a late one that I got yesterday is um, sharp betting on, which is really wild. This is kind of, kind of surprising to me, sharp betting on somebody other than a QB to win the MVP award. And it, it makes sense. I'm just surprised that at least at this particular book, that the public is betting yes on a QB winning the, um, the, winning the MVP award at a hefty minus 278 while there's sharp play on the no at plus 215. It kind of runs counter to the way prop bets usually go. It's the, it's the public taking the plus money, and it's, the, and, and it's the sharp guys willing to lay the minus money where they see value on it. So, uh, so that one was in there as well. And uh, there was also a really good one on uh, they got really attacked early on on Rams versus Bengals rushing yards. Uh, the Rams were minus 25 and a half on that at the Superbook. Literally within an hour, it was down to 15 and a half. So uh, Bengals rushing yards got hit pretty good early there. I'm not sure exactly where it stands right now. I wouldn't be surprised if that's ticked back up a little bit. But uh, those were some of the ones that the Sharp guys were on for sure. With so many prop bets, Patrick, to bet on, um, what almost gets lost in this all is the side and the total. Have you decided on either yet? Oh, geez. Well, I sort of have, Aaron. Uh, I have a, by by default. This is kind of this is kind of a funny story. Well, hopefully it's kind of a funny story. I don't know. I think it's kind of a funny story. So uh, that week after Christmas, 
I was kind of thinking around on two or three different apps, thinking I should get a couple more Super Bowl futures in on some teams that might have some good lines. And I wanted to get in on the Colts and the Titans, so I did. I got them both at 20 to 1. Now, obviously, neither of those are cashing. But I'd forgotten that, and I was shopping it to see where I could get the best number. I had $7.89 or something like that left in my BetMGM account. And uh, that they had the best price in the Bengals at 25 to 1. So I bet it and totally forgot about it. And I didn't realize it until after the championship games, when they were conference championship games, when they were putting up the lines, um, I was bouncing around to the different apps to see what their opening lines were. And I opened MGMs and it says, you've got an open ticket. And I'm like, I do? And I click on it and it's the Bengals at 25 to 1 for $7.89. So Get out of here. I, <laughs> I, yes, I totally forgot about it. So I do have some, some really some Chili's money on not even enough to get a three for 10 meal on, uh, on the Bengals. Although if it cashes, obviously I'll be eating at Chili's for a month or two. Um, but, but yeah, so I've got a rooting interest in the Bengals. I kind of like the Bengals anyway, not even, you know, that, that bet notwithstanding, I, I do think, you know, it's an intriguing team. It, it is kind of wild that a team that was 10 and seven is, is, is in this position now, but, um, you know, the first 18 week regular season has, has brought about all sorts of uh, anomalies, I would say. But uh, so, yeah, I've got a rooting interest. I'm not sure if I'm going to, uh, you know, how I'm going to pair that up with some of the other things. Maybe, uh, you know, if you feel like since I've already got the bet in, why not take Burrow to win MVP instead of taking Cincinnati on the money line? Because if Cincinnati wins, Burrow's got a good chance to be MVP and you're going to get a better price on MVP than you're going to get on Cincinnati money line. But but to your point, Aaron, yeah. The spread, the total, and the and the money line totally get lost in this, and it's really been depending on the book. You know, one you know some books are leaning Rams, some books are leaning Cincinnati. Um, I I will say on the money line, betters like Cincinnati. Public betters like to bet the plus money on these big games. They like to take the favorite on the spread and the dog on the money line. So. Um, they, that is, that does seem to be a trend that's holding up at, at multiple books and multiple books, uh, seem to, uh, seem to want the Rams. Patrick, um, we, we, it's always fun when, uh, one of our guests is at the same kind of wavelength as some of the nonsense we threw out here on the show earlier today, we spent a good amount of time on the octopus bet. And I, I noticed that you are in on an octopus wager for Super Bowl 56. Tell us uh, what you got it at and, and why you think, uh, this is an interesting one to jump on. Oh, it's just that's all it is, though. This is a, this is me being this is me making a twenty dollar donation to Circa. Okay, <laughs> so it it but look, it's a fun bet. So um, Mitch Goldich, who I believe does some work does work for Sports Illustrated and uh, I think Monday Money Monday Money Quarterback, he came up with this like three or four years ago, and I just thought it was fascinating. And for you know if if, if you need a repeat here, it's basically will will any player score eight points on one drive? score the touchdown, score the subsequent two-point conversion. Same player. So I thought it was fascinating. So I bet it the last three years. And fortunately, Circo put it up this year. We're still trying to – I'm pushing hard to get more books to put this up so that we can shop this around a little bit. But Circo mm-hmm. had this at 11-1 to 1 last year. They made it 15-1 to 1 this year. So I appreciate that they, that they looked at the numbers for the game, the total, and so forth, and ascertained that it should be higher than 11-1 to 1 this year based on the teams involved and the spread and the total and so forth that it should be higher. So I took it 20 bucks, 15 to one on the yes. It's minus 2,400 or something like that on the no, if you want to go that way, which I wouldn't recommend. Um, it's a total fun bet. And one of these days it's going to cash and that's going to cover like all my Super Bowl bets. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There you go. Uh, Patrick, you're, you're an OG in the sports betting business. It's got to be wild for you to see all these people jumping in, uh, try to jump in on covering sports betting. But uh, people are going to hear parts of this conversation about where the sharp action is or they'll see stuff on Twitter or one of your columns and they might respond by going and tailing that bet. Uh, can you provide some clarity on the number of professionals that you talk to out in Vegas where, yes, they bet it, but part of the reason is they think it's going to move. So it's going to create a middle for them because maybe on Super Bowl Sunday, they're going to come in on the other side. So it ne- is it necessarily the strongest opinion in the world? It's not necessarily. That certainly does take place um, where, they're, where they're trying to, to get, you know, betting early, get the book to move enough to create a position, and maybe they come in heavier on the other side. I assume that's what you're alluding yeah. to, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that certainly happens. So, Well, also what I'm alluding to is also just prop bets where they know it's going to move, so they're going to set up a middle where they, can hit, where they can hit both sides. Right, exactly. No, I yeah. understood they yeah. may very well be doing that. So, you know, so tailing them for two reasons might not be the best idea. One, if it's already moved quite a bit, you've lost the values already been bet. If there was value there, it was bet now. And, and, and particularly if they're betting it for an alternate reason to get that number to a certain point where they come back on the other side, um, you know, they're not necessarily, uh, you know, for example, let's just say it's, it's that uh, Rams Bengals rushing yards bet. Maybe they really wanted to push that number and they bet it enough to get it to move, but not maybe not in the higher denominations. And they want to come back and bet heavier on the other side. If it goes down low enough, let's just say that's an example. Well, you, you know, you may not want to tail that at that point betting on the Bengals. If uh, you know, because that the, the a, like I said, the values out of it and B, they may be betting it for a different reason than you might think, or that you may be aware of. So, I'd be careful of tailing if something's moved quite a bit. You've, you've lost whatever value you think you had there. And, again, they may be betting it that way for a different reason than what you may be aware of. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. Patrick, are there any other bets or things you've taken a look at that you like that you want to share with us? Well, I'll tell you. I talked to Johnny Avello. At, uh, at Johnny Avello has been in this forever. You know, because he was in Vegas forever uh, with, uh, you know, and he's worked at multi, he worked at multiple books up and down the strip. And, of course, he's, he's now with DraftKings. And I did a piece where he talked about their 10 most popular Super Bowl bets. I think the safety ones are fun, so I'm going to bet them. But in, in scrolling through them, um, I think the, 
I, I think what's fascinating is that the coin toss takes so much money. I've heard this from two or three different books so far this week. The coin toss is taking huge amounts of bets, and it's literally a coin toss. That's what Jay Cornegay said last week when their props went up. It's like, people bet the hell out of this, and it's literally a coin toss as to whether you win or lose a coin toss. So I just think it's fascinating that people bet that so heavy. I mean, they get sizable bets on it. And pay this. juice. And, well, well, here's the thing, though. What, what, most books, what most books are good at are yeah. they lower this. It's like 105. I can tell you, I believe Superbook is at 101 on both sides basically even money, which is better. But there's, there is, yeah, a, t- a tiny bit of juice there. But I just think it's fascinating. And I know why people do it. I mean, look, why not get out of the gate with a win right away? Um, I wish that U.S. legal regulated books could offer national anthem. But a bunch of people, I can tell you, in the sports books are betting that offshores or with their local bookie because you should hear the roar when the national anthem ends. They're all timing it, and they're all going nuts. They're like, I hit it with you know, wherever the global market, quote unquote, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. Great stuff, Patrick. We appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy the rest of the week. And of course, enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday. Patrick Everson, props.com was on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for you from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash BeckQL. Of course, people are betting on the anthem. People he, love betting on the end. But he's so right about the coin toss. We were going over it during the break earlier at some of these books. Highest handle, most amount of bets. Both heads and tails are in the top five. And and it's amazing. Like there are other ways to do early action, like the anthem. I, I don't know. I just I've never bet on the coin toss and I've never understood the appeal. Because you have no control. Yeah. Like and most of us we yeah. don't have control, but we think we do. Like we think we have an angle. You we can at least we... do some research and, right. and feel good about something, but not with the right. coin toss. <laughs> it's literally a coin flip. Coming up next, <laughs> lightning bets, Super Bowl edition for today, right here on the Beck UL Network.